Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 231 of Game Time with Manny. As always, I am here with Matt. Yes, hello. Um, I am moved into my house, and you may notice that it's probably more echoey than normal, and it is because I have to fill this room with stuff uh, and get unpacked. You also may hear the guest appearance of my girlfriend's son screaming wildly at Fortnite. Okay. Uh, he is down the hall with his door closed, but he's still yelling very loudly, and he is like pretty much the like meme of what you believe young children on games like that are like, where he's like, "Come on, one v one, me, bro," and stuff <laughs> like that. He literally said that earlier, and I was like, okay. "This is this isn't real life." <laughs> um, now I, I'm not trying to be mean here, but is he good enough to justify it, or if he go one v one, will he? lose most so if he was gonna do it to someone who was good he would probably lose but Mm. judging from yesterday when he was playing without his mic connected uh they are all seven years old okay fair enough. so i you know who knows (laughs) at that point but he's playing with a group of people his age so maybe he could 1v1 them and do it you know okay okay fair enough I don't know. Um, yeah, so I have been moving and continue to move for the rest of my life. I took Thursday and Friday off to do that. And then Saturday, Sunday, we've been doing that as well. And tomorrow I go back to work. But I will still have to unpack a lot of stuff over the course of the week. But that's cool. It sounds like you really sat down and were like, okay, what's what's the hottest day of the year going to be? Well, so I, I really want to move crazy, that man. Day. Yeah, we moved on most of the stuff on Friday, and it is mm-hmm. the hottest. It was the hottest day of the year. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was the most humid day of the year. Y- yep, yep. <laughs> uh, and also because it was a weekday, no one could help because they had to work. Yep. Mm-hmm. So like, it was one of those things where it's like I could have had, I could have. Like if it was Saturday or Sunday that we had the U-Haul for, I could have like had people come and help. But because we had to get it back at a certain time, I couldn't even like ask anyone on a weekday. So it was just one of those things where it's like, well, I guess we got to do this. And we did. Um, it was awful, but we did get it back in time. Um, and the the thing is, like two days later, like today, it's it's like so cool and be oh, like the yeah. perfect day to move. So today would have been way way Mm -hmm. better Mm -hmm. instead Mm -hmm. of me being so fucking hot that i threw up because it was like my body being like hey don't yep (laughs) yep just stop (laughs) just stop (laughs) um but i will say that on that moving day i was revitalized when the domino's pizza i ordered jump scared me it came so fast (laughs) i was under the impression that the closest domino's was like maybe 10 minutes away i ordered that pizza and it was here in less than 10 minutes it was insane how fast it got here (laughs) i'm confused i know and like i said to the guy i was like hey so like the closest one i saw was like kind of far away like where are you guys he's like oh we're like a block away and i was like okay okay well could have gone to pick that up probably, but <laughs> uh, yeah, so it came. So it was the hottest, warmest Domino's pizza I've ever had. Like it was 
so so fresh it was crazy that's so funny because remember i asked you when you we did. were out to dinner i was like how close are you to the closest Domino's?" yeah so. and so i thought we were close to pizza hut we tried to order mm-hmm. from pizza hut and they were like nah the nearest pizza hut doesn't deliver there and i found out why today when we went shopping we drove by the closed pizza hut Mm. they closed recently so did the GameStop around here actually they just closed like last week i think but um yeah domino's flourishing so close by if i ever get that craving so well now you know it's gonna like that has set a standard for you that you're gonna expect all your pizza within like 10 minutes so yeah and like as fresh as humanly possible Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. jesus uh and you know it was very good pizza but when you've been moving for like seven hours straight and you really need food anything tastes good probably yeah so but yeah everything went pretty well i mean like i am very tired and feel like i'm gonna die but at least all of the stuff is in the rooms it needs to be in we just have to unpack a lot of it and yeah but hey, congratulations. That's very exciting. Uh, the next time we have our podcast, you're going to be all uh, settled in, basically. So. Yeah, so that's cool. It won't, shouldn't yeah. be as echoey, at least. Um, but we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I am excited. I think it's a cool space. I also made the grievous error of choosing the room with the least outlets for all where I'm going to put my stuff in here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It has two outlets, uh, one on each side of the room. Which is fine in theory, except for the fact that literally every other room has at least a minimum of 10 outlets. <laughs> That's odd. And so I was in the middle of like feeling like I was going to die on Friday when the internet guy came in. And so like I didn't look in the rooms hard enough thinking about it. And I told him to drill in this room to put the modem in here. So then at that point, I was like, well, I guess I'm locked in here if I want to use wired internet on my sure. console and my PC. So that's this is where I am. And it's going to work out great. I'm very excited. Well, I mean, like worst case scenario, you could have an electrician come in and put in a couple more out- outlets. So. Yeah, yeah. But it's just really funny that literally every yeah. other mm-hmm. room up here, which is four other rooms, is just flush with outlets you can't trip over them so many uh but we are here because we talk about video games yes uh so i didn't really play a lot the last couple days well i played some but we'll get to that i i did not pay very much attention to the news i had people text me various things but Mm -hmm. um yeah, you put a lot of news on here that I didn't even know happened. Uh, I admittedly I didn't watch this trailer, but there was a new Spider-Man like sport story trailer at the the Comic Con a few days ago. Oh, that might explain why people were like weirdly upset about Venom. I, I didn't watch it. I uh, I told you I don't need to see any more of. No, but I think the trailer spoiled who Venom actually is, and that's why I'm not like watching anymore i don't need but also you know who it is if you paid attention at all yeah it's painfully (laughs) obvious who it's gonna be uh but like i don't know who it's gonna be man but yeah i just saw like weird things of people being like i can't believe it's about venom and i was like all right okay i don't know i'm sure no i i think if you played the first one it's kind of obvious who it's gonna be 
Um, so, so if you're curious, I would go watch the trailer. I don't know. I didn't watch it, so I can't recommend it. Uh, <clears throat> Skull Island, uh, Rise of Kong. It's a game that was announced. Manny, this looks awful. I did. So I did see this mm-hmm. um, because I saw people talking about it. Um, for those who don't know, King Kong lives on Skull Island. Mm-hmm. Uh, this appears to be a really shitty tie-in to that franchise. Why? Why is this coming out now? Uh, you know, because <laughs> the revitalization of shitty tie-in games. I don't I, know. It's it. It looks really bad, but like I don't know. Well, so like um, yeah, the 2017 King Kong movie is called Kong Skull Island, and like yes. it was pretty good for my understanding. Um, and then like literally. I think it was on my birthday this year. The Netflix made a Skull Island animated show about King Kong. Yes, literally on my birthday. Okay. Uh, It received generally positive reviews from critics. So if you want to watch a sick King Kong animated series of eight episodes that exists on Netflix, uh, maybe they're getting in on that. I don't know. I don't know. Do people give a shit about King Kong right now? I don't. I I like the one that came out in two thousand. Uh, was it five? The uh, Peter Jackson. I like. Uh, I never saw that one. People did like that one. That famously had a tie-in video game because it was like a launch game for like yes. three hundred and sixty and PS three and stuff. And I think people actually liked that. Yeah, game I think well. people did generally like it. I think it was a competent shooter. Uh, but I mean, that was also like, hey, this is a launch title, so it was probably like one that actually like worked. So yeah. Uh, and then, like, this is more news for you. Final Fantasy XIV is uh, getting DLC. Uh, it's kind of called Dawn Trail, and it's uh, coming out 2024. Now, in keeping with my tradition of Final Fantasy XIV expansions, the day this one comes out, I can play the last one before it. Sweet. And then not play this one for years. <laughs> also announced that Final Fantasy XIV is coming to Xbox and Square Enix is... I get, it seems like they're showing more of a commitment to Xbox and going to be putting way more things on Xbox. So Yeah, I can't believe that the it wasn't on Xbox before because it seems like you're just leaving money on the table at that point because... A, it, the disc there's no disc for it i mean like you just download the new thing every time so it's, i mean i agree but like how many people are gonna be downloading it on xbox you know he, he, well yeah i mean anyone who's gonna play it before probably already started it but exactly nah. yeah i i don't know but i mean that's cool i mean more games coming to xbox i mean it really does show that like it's no longer like playstation getting all these japanese titles yeah yeah uh, uh, and then also, uh, this is was reported on IGN, uh, Immortals Phoenix Rising 2 has been canceled. Uh, in the article, they uh, it was reported that the, the game sold 70% of what uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla did. Uh, but if you remember around that time, they released uh, Watch Dogs Legion in uh, October, Assassin's Creed in, no- in November, and then uh, Immortals Phoenix Rising in December. Uh, so, like, I, I don't know how they could have expected this game's sales to do well. Yeah. I, I mean, I, they, yeah, yeah. They, they like, Titanfall 2'd it. Where, like, if you remember, they, they released Titanfall between, like, Call of Duty and uh, Battlefield. And then, like, Titanfall 2 didn't sell well. Like, 
this if this game like released in probably like March or April, it would have sold way better. Yeah, I generally agree with that. I don't know what they expected. Uh, it's just it's frustrating because like out of those three, this was hands down the best of the, those three that came out. And I get that it didn't sell well, but like it also was like the first IP and like sequels always sell better. And of course, Assassin's Creed is going to sell well. I mean, like that's their flagship franchise. So I don't know. It's frustrating because like this was like fresh and new and like it it was legitimately good. Uh, so. But, you know, it is what it is. Um, hopefully Assassin's Creed that's coming out in a couple of months will be really good. Uh and that's really all the news I found. I guess you uh, had added one one more. Uh, uh, the rest of the stuff was that I, I will talk about more things than just the one I added. But oh, okay. because Evo is happening next weekend, there was like an a uptick in fighting game news. Uh, Mortal Kombat has been putting out trailers each week. Last week, um, there was a character named Lee May who was revealed, who was apparently from one of the 3D ones on PS2 that I never played. She is like a Shaolin monk. Um, and then there was Tanya, who is one of the like lady ninjas, uh, and Baraka, as usual. And then um, just yesterday, they announced that Garrus, the, one of the new characters from Mortal Kombat uh, 11, the like big buff dude he's like sand and could like sort of control time uh he is coming back uh in the new one i did not see garris's trailer but i guess they also show like a lot of really wild combos and finishers and stuff in that one um and i would expect even more announcements this uh, next weekend at evo for that i believe it's probably playable there as well um and then nickelodeon all-star brawl one of the best smash alikes that sadly was really popular when it first came out and then because they couldn't uh address community feedback and had such a low budget fast enough um they it like dropped from thousands and thousands of players to like none um and it sucks because afterwards like all the stuff people complained about like um not having voices or like not having any items for people who just like want to have fun and not be competitive like they added all that stuff and like in the end it felt like a full-fledged game and it even had uh, several dlc packs like Jimmy Neutron's dad was one of the characters, Rocco from Rocco's Modern Life. Uh, but they have announced that they are making a second one, which means it did well enough. And now they will be able to have all the features in this one right from the get-go. Uh, it looks just like the last game, except slightly better graphically. Um, but the main thing was there will be new characters and they showed Jimmy Neutron and Squidward tentacles who people asked for the entire time uh, okay the last game was out it is unclear whether or not they will have all of the characters from the previous game but uh in their trailer like obviously like spongebob is still there there is a ninja turtle stage so hopefully april and the turtles that were in it are there uh patrick is there looks like rocco even though he was a dlc character is there Oh, actually, yeah, the front cover looks like um, it has a lot of characters from the first game. The, the characters from Avatar, Danny Phantom, Garfield, 
and I guess they accidentally announced another character or not accidentally. Uh, there's like a weird story mode where you have to fight the bad guy from Danny Phantom, whose name I can't remember ever. Uh, I, I never watched the show. Yeah, there's like a weird story mode. Anyways, it it's cool. I'm glad they're getting a second chance because like I think that game feels very good mm-hmm. to play. Uh, and the fact that they're getting another chance to like put out this thing somehow with the Nickelodeon license, I think is cool. Uh, so yeah, they, they were able to do that. It's going to be full cross play. The, they're adding like the, uh, what the fuck were they called in smash? The like super moves when you got the ball. I don't remember. Uh, they're adding that kind of stuff. Um, some weird stupid mini games like pokemon stadium style so okay no that's fun yeah it seems cool i i am excited to see how it does or if it just flops right off the bat now because of the way people felt about the last one while they were waiting for changes uh but that's supposed to come out this fall and then the last thing that i will really talk about that i wish i had seen was um apparently riot's fighting game project l there was apparently like a shitload of footage released uh, because uh, people were sent out there to play it. So I have not watched it yet, but like Sajam has a long video where he was allowed to play for like eight to 12 hours or some shit. So you like sat down and like took notes and stuff. So I I know Sajam was able to, and a bunch of other fighting game people. I, that almost certainly means Maximilian who usually has the best coverage of those kind of events Mm. uh, has a bunch of footage too, uh, but I haven't had a chance to sit down and watch it, but my brother said it looks fucking awesome. And he is very excited, uh, which most likely they did that just a couple days ago with the foreknowledge that they will almost certainly announce something at Evo and show like a more curated like trailer thing to the public. Uh, yeah, I'm excited for Evo because like the, the Tekken eight uh, network test was last week as well. So people were out there playing Tekken eight online. Um, I'm sure they'll announce characters for that. Um, Grand blue versus uh, the new version of that comes out soon. And I think that's really cool because people liked Grand Blue versus when it first came out, but then COVID happened, and because no tournaments were happening and the netcode wasn't super great, it just like died on the vine. Right. Um, and it, you know, this new version will have like rollback netcode, so I have the same network issue stuff. Um, and it will have all the original characters in the first game, plus all the 800 DLC characters and more characters. So, like, that's cool and yep even like regular humans like that game not just like people who like anime fighting games so i hope that does well for arc system works i would guess that they will also talk about more guilty gear dlc characters and or a new version of guilty gear strive uh i think they said that they were having a panel about uh blaze blue cross tag battle which is you know i don't like that game but people out there do so maybe there's gonna be some new info about that uh so yeah it's cool uh, fighting game stuff i'm sure uh 
Capcom will be like, hey, we know we just put out Rashid, but maybe they'll show some Aki, who's the next character. Maybe they'll start putting out costumes or something cool for Evo, show what's in the pipeline or something. I don't know. I am excited about fighting games. Yes. So yeah, Evo will have a bunch of news, but they're if you look at their schedule, there's a bunch of panels and stuff from studios where they will announce stuff. But I, I assume just like in previous years, they will show stuff during the top eight. Although I guess it's not top eight, it's top six for some reason. But Oh, that's weird. Yeah, they're going up to top six and then those will be the final ones. Uh, and just a friendly reminder for everyone, Marvel uh, got almost as many entrants as Tekken. So it's going to be on the final night. <laughs> Whereas Mortal Kombat, not on the final night. That ends on Friday. So, Yeah, that's not surprising. Marvel actually had the most entrance it ever got at an Evo. Fuck uh, yeah. And Fuck so yeah. that rules. I'm very excited to watch Marvel. Because like, if you think about Mortal Kombat, like, it, it's really at the end of its life. Uh, it, was, it was really fun. Like, if you look yeah. at the numbers, like the trail-off is huge. Like after Tekken, like anything under that was like six to seven hundred less than Tekken, and yeah, Mortal Kombat had like two hundred ish people. Which that those games always fall off. They do. I just thought it was funny that like Marvel's brought back and it's like the third or fourth game with overall entrance. Like fuck hell's yeah, dude. yeah let's man. go. Hell's, yeah, hell's yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, I'm excited for Evo next week. I can't fucking wait. Uh. And yeah, that's all That's all I really have. But yeah, look out for fighting game news next week, I guess. See more stuff. Well, that only seems fitting. Um, since we've been talking about fighting games, let's keep that going. I've been playing some Street Fighter, Manny. Nice, nice. Uh, with Rashid coming out, I just was like, you know what? I'm going to dabble with Rashid. And for the first time, I am having fun playing Street Fighter Six. Nice. I only played a little bit of Rashid the day he came out I beat his arcade mode <laughs> okay <laughs> but the, I did the if you beat arcade mode with them on the the 12 round uh, you can choose how many opponents you have and if you do the one with 12 you get like a cool title and I was just like ah oh, what the fuck ever I'll do it with Rashid um, and yeah I think he's interesting he definitely is not my cup of tea but like he seems really cool and I love his new design I, I love his new design. And then, yes, he is just – he's just fun to play. Um, now, I, I've had to just come to the, like, accept – I've had to, like, a, just kind of accept the fact that I'm never going to be good at fighting games, Manny. I'm never going to be able to, like, hit somebody with, like, a, a medium and then be able to hit confirm that into just, like, a, an optimal combo. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm saying this like y- you know exactly what I'm talking about. Like I do, and I'm there, but I will yeah. say that I made it to platinum. <laughs> but what I'm saying is like, so like I'm just kind of like playing Rashid as just kind of like more of just like a footsies like pokes and stuff, mm-hmm. but then just kind of like using his like his mobility to move around, and I'm just having a lot of fun. And I did the, um, I, I went into ranked and then I was instantly put right into bronze. Nice. And and I, I'm just like, I'm holding my own against people in bronze, which I don't know if that's good or not, but like, it's a lot better than I did with Ryu. And like, I, I was just bored playing Ryu. He wasn't a fun character to play as, mm-hmm. uh, where Rashid is just like, he's just fun and I'm having fun. And I, I do feel like I'm just a lot better at the game. 
uh, than I was when I was playing it with uh, Ryu, which I mean, part of that is just because like I put 500 plus hours into Street Fighter five. So, I mean, I just have like enough, at this point I can say like I've played a lot of just Street Fighter in general. So mm-hmm. like it doesn't surprise me that like I finally have a character that I like in Street Fighter six. So now I feel like I, I do have some like uh, just natural uh, carryover uh, abilities. So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I'm uh, excited about our our uh, weekly nights now because, like, I finally have a character that I enjoy using. So yeah, no, I that's I'm glad to hear that. I think Rashid is really cool. I mm-hmm. also Street Fighter is one of the only other games I played. I made it to platinum and then back down to gold several times okay. uh, because you can't go below gold. Like, you can't get ranked down until you get to platinum. Uh, whereas, like, if you're in, like, bronze, silver, or gold, you can, like, lose the stars in there, but, like, you'll never go back below bronze that if you, like, sense. lose. But once you get to platinum, you do. And you also stop getting win streak bonuses. So, like, <laughs> it'd basically be like, oh, I won, and I got to platinum. Oh, I lost. I'm back down to gold. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> you know, I'd get to see that fun animation to let me know I suck shit every couple matches. Uh, but yeah, I made it to platinum. Uh, I I think I ended like somewhere halfway to platinum uh, two. But yeah, I I have a lot of fun playing Street Fighter. I am trying to incorporate more things. I think once I hit this point, it was one of those things where I realized I literally will not be able to advance unless mm. I can start doing combos right. well. And so I don't know how we feel about that, but I'm going to keep playing uh, regardless, just because I think the game is fun and I, I want to see what keeps going. Um, it was weird because the thing I had been doing was logging on at least once a day to play a couple matches just to get the like daily uh, kudos so that I could level up the battle pass. But for, right. some, for some reason, when Rashid came out, that was the last day of the last battle pass. And they were like, oh, the next one doesn't start until August 1st. So, oh, like, there was just a gap of, like, a week's time span, I guess, until the next one is up. They also didn't pre-announce what it was, like the other ones, mm-hmm. so I don't know what it will be, what its theme will be. But, yeah, I don't know. That was, like, a way for me, the game, to get me back in. And because I paid for the first Battle Pass, and then I completed it and the second one, you just get each next one for free because it gives you the fight coins back at the end. So... Yeah, I'll keep going. I'm enjoying it. I am excited to play you guys uh, mm-hmm. when it comes to Wednesday. So, so no, uh, I, uh, it's it was frustrating because like I could objectively recognize that like Street Fighter Six was better than Five, mm-hmm. but like when you just don't like a character, you know, like it's well, just yeah, like, yeah. Uh, so, so no, I, I uh, finally I am learning all the Street Fighter Six mechanics, and I'm having uh, fun doing that. So. Mm. Uh, Street Fighter 6 uh, that's going to be a game that I could I think we'll both be talking about for, for quite a while still so. Yes. Uh, now did you want to talk about Pikmin or uh, uh, <clears throat> Star Wars uh, I can talk about Pikmin first Okay. Um, Pikmin 4 is very good it is more Pikmin um, but it's probably also the best that Pikmin has ever been uh uh, it also like kind of makes fun of the core conceit of Pikmin. In in the first game, you played as Captain Olimar, and like his ship crash landed on the Pikmin planet, and the whole goal was to 
uh, collect treasure because it gave you some special resource that then he could like, well, first you, it, it, sorry, in the first game, he was rebuilding his ship because the parts broke off. And then in the second game, he brings uh, his friend Louie with him on a space voyage and they crash land together in uh, on the Pikmin planet. Then in the third game, uh, a group of explorers ends up crash landing on the planet. Uh, they don't crash, though. They're like looking for someone and they go up into space every night. Uh, and you just have to make sure you have enough food supply while they find what they're looking for. In Pikmin 4, Captain Olimar crashed on the Pikmin planet again. And he sends out a an SOS. The rescue team that you your character is a part of goes to the planet and also crashes in their attempt to rescue him. And okay. then you are the sole person left at the rescue corps headquarters. And then you go there to rescue all of them. <laughs> Okay, I, I kind of uh, like that. And what I like also is that apparently Captain Olimar's beacon went out to a bunch of people, so then a bunch of other morons also crash-landed on the planet. So you're just, like, finding all these people, and they're like, oh, like, I'm an opera singer. And it's like, why the fuck did you come to this planet and crash-land? Which I think it's really funny. They're playing it, like, really weird. Like, oh, yeah, we came to this planet on a field trip, and we crashed. And like, what the fuck? Um, so yeah, it's kind of making fun of itself in that way, but basically you get to the planet, you find the other members of your rescue crew, um, and find other people to rescue over the course of it. But the main goal is that you are supposed to look for Captain Olimar because he crash landed, but now he has also disappeared. And so you find these various like crash logs from him where he tells you all about how cool Pikmin are and how well they work and stuff. Um, and in order to get the search radius for Olimar larger, you just have to find treasure. Like in previous Pikmin games, for some reason, the treasure all sparkles and it gives you sparklium. And once you have more sparklium, uh, you know, you can search farther, I guess. Uh, I could probably beat the game now. And it's really funny because I'm 100%ing each area. And now every time I get a treasure, the head of the rescue corps is like, that's cool, you got that, but like... Why, though? <laughs> and so the game is basically trying to chastise me at the moment for doing 100%, but I don't care because I have fun doing it. Um, in general, I just think Pikmin is very fun because the like more strict time limits from the previous ones are gone. There is no real pressure. Like in the first game, it was basically like you only have so many days before you lose. So, like, you have to finish the game within, like, 30 in-game days. Two had that same thing, but then it added caves where, like, time wasn't really, didn't matter. And then in the third game, the time was you could only survive as long as you had food to survive. This one, it doesn't fucking matter. You could take as many days as you want. There is still, like, a day-night timer, but the only thing is, like, if you leave Pikmin outside of the certain circle when the day is up, they just die. Pikmin okay. aren't that hard to replace, so it's not that big a deal. So, like, for anyone listening to this who, like, the timer was, like, a huge turnoff for Pikmin, that's not... It doesn't matter. Um, you have infinite days to do whatever. Do you think that's an improvement for you personally? Um, I don't care. I know some people, like, like the timer uh, for the, like, you have to finish the game in a certain amount of time. I, I think it's still good that it has the day-night timer, because then, like... You try to be more efficient. You're like, oh, I can like get all these things done during the day. Mm, but then if you do, but then if you don't, you don't have to be like, oh shit, well, I just wasted all that time or whatever. 
Um, so that's cool. And there still are the cave parts, which are more just like puzzles as opposed to an open area. Like you'll only be able to get certain amounts of Pikmin in there. And then you have to make it to the bottom of the cave with those Pikmin. Uh, but those are also really forgiving the caves that have multiple floors. If you just like go down to an area, accidentally give a command and half your Pikmin die, you can just rewind to the beginning of that floor so that then you don't have to just like suffer with like a huge loss of Pikmin where you're never going to be able to finish the level. Uh, so I think that's nice. Uh, so it's like, it's just less punishing in general, I think, but I, that also adds like a leisurely thing to it. That makes me, I don't know. I just feel good when I play. I think the music of okay. Pikmin is fun. I think the world is really cool. Uh, like, you know, the Pikmin all sing their weird little songs and they make their when you throw them. And that's cool. Uh, it's basically just like, you know, it's like a mini RTS. You get the different Pikmin. Red ones are immune to fire. Blue ones can swim underwater. Yellow ones are immune to electricity and also really good at digging for some reason. Uh, and like that stuff's all the same. Uh, a lot of the additional colors from previous ones make their return like purple. Uh, I have not seen the pink flying ones or the white, like super light ones yet, but I would guess that they're in there. Um this one's new main new thing is adding the glow Pikmin, uh, which you can only truly use when you are in caves or at night. It takes a while. Um, and when you unlock night missions, they're basically like tower defense almost. Uh, okay. They're like time tower defense. So like a basically you, one of the core things of this game is some humans are turning into like weird Pikmin guys. And they don't remember who they are. And if you get this like glow goop, uh, then you can cure them. And you have to go out at night to get this goop. And you have to protect this like weird pillar tree thing that is making the goop. And basically the enemies at night get super frenzied. And they all come to try to kill the goop tree. And then you kill them with your glow Pikmin okay i don't know glow pikmin are super strong it's ridiculous they also can't die and normally like if you made new pikmin you would have to like go to them and pull them out of the ground otherwise they just wouldn't you know they wouldn't come out of the ground glow pikmin just fly to you from wherever they do when they're done with any task which is the sickest shit in the world i wish you could just use them in the regular game because they're broken um but yeah, I, I don't know. It's it's Pikmin again, except there are glow Pikmin and also there is a dog uh, that you can control. The dog is neat because you can give him power-ups and he can do some of the stuff that Pikmin can do. Like he is as powerful as like 100 Pikmin, so he can pick up really big stuff and drag it on his own. Or you can have him help Pikmin drag stuff back to your ship. Uh, he can attack enemies, which is nice. But you can also ride to him, and if you are riding on him, every Pikmin you have will ride on him also. So sometimes that will allow you to, like, it allows you to jump, so you can get over certain barriers with Pikmin that you couldn't before. Uh, and, like, he can swim, whereas, like, if you have only Pikmin who can't swim. Is this a pretty good-sized dog if, like, you, you can ride it in addition to all the Pikmin? Yes, for sure. Okay, okay. So I, I, I don't know if you've ever, like, seen what Pikmin looks like, but basically you're in, like, a Honey, I Shrunk the Kids world where, like, you yes. are small and everything else is really huge. Uh, but, yeah, the dog is pretty big, and it grows over time, it looks like. 
okay it's like getting slightly bigger it's cool though like it you have all these skills you can unlock for it so you can make it like basically things that you find to be annoying you can have it like fill those gaps sort of uh and if you want it to be a real super um efficient person you could like you can send the dog out on its own with its own squad of pikmin and then you can swap between your character and the dog so it's like you have two separate squads if you're like real really really trying to multitask okay and that's neat um yeah i don't know so like i am at the point where i know where olimar is and i could go get him but i didn't 100 percent the area before him so i'm not going to get him yet uh and i found out that there is a ton a ton of post-game content and people seem to think that it's all really good so well that's good yeah i i like it a lot and i've been having a lot of fun um Mm -hmm. once you're done do you think you'll go back to the post game or do you think you'll probably just call it there yeah i think i'll try to beat it i guess it i'll try to beat the post game content it really depends uh on tuesday how deeply i fall in love with Baldur's gate i guess sure but no, I don't know. It's one of those things where, like, also, it doesn't take that long, and the Switch is really easy to put into sleep mode and just come back later. So, like, when I'm on my lunch break at work, it's really easy to just pop it out and, like, play for 20 minutes mm, and then sense. just put it back to sleep. So I'll, I'll probably try to beat that stuff just because I think it is, like, it just feels like everything that Pikmin was before plus more and better. Okay. So I, I can't really complain about it at all, you know? Well, that's that's a ideally what you want from a sequel is just like the best best version of that 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 franchise. Yeah, yeah. So it, it's very good. I I don't necessarily why it took them so long to release it after announcement because it's not like there's some new crazy technical shit or anything. But maybe they just couldn't think of the ideas for what this is. Maybe. But yeah, I like it a lot. I think it's very good, and I'm glad Nintendo's killing it this year. Um, a lot of companies are killing it right now yeah uh so with that jedi survivor jedi survivor um i'm a little torn on this game i can't remember how you felt about it man. i love this game i think it's very good i in so many aspects i agree i mean like on paper this is just like exactly what i'm looking for in a video game i mean the combat is so much fun uh, the traversal and just like the overall gameplay is fun. It has an incredible story. So many jaw dropping moments, yeah. which um, I guess I'll, I'll just say now we're not going to do a spoiler cast today just because yeah. like Manny's so tired of the move, but we do plan on doing a spoiler cast. So I'll try, I'll, uh, I'll hold off on a lot of like the spoiler stuff uh, at least. So a lot of the stuff that I really liked will, will hold off on, but I will just say like there are multiple moments in this game that just, I was just like, Whoa, this is, this rivals like finding out about Tyr in God of War Ragnarok, and I think there are there are multiple moments that are that, that good in this game. There are. So my my question is: so you did really like this game, yes? Or was there like stuff that you like really hated? I this was a game of series of highs and lows for me. Okay, so like, uh, what did you not like? I'm curious because I found out later that I had a much different experience with a lot of stuff than some people did. Like there were certain fights that people had a way hard time with and things like that. So I was just curious. Oh, I didn't have any issues with the fights. First off, like uh, first off, um, I purposely waited on this game, hoping that a lot of the bugs would be fixed. And that was just not the case. Uh, Uh, 
I hit seven game breaking bugs where I had to quit the game, restart from like a previous meditation point, And I was I lost probably like 15, 30 minutes up to 45 minutes each time. Oh, wow. And I did not hit that. So. I, and a lot of it was just where like I'd walk up to like like inter, in an interactable that you have to interact with to push the narrative forward and then like it wouldn't happen. So like I'd go to an elevator and then the elevator wouldn't go up or down. It was just stuck. So I had to quit the game and just reload it and then the second time it would work. And that happened a lot. There was one issue. At, this one I won't fault. The, it was just a really weird bug where you know how sometimes he'll like squeeze through cracks in the walls and then yeah, just yeah, yeah. he's shimmying through. So I did that at one point and I was like wow, I don't know how anyone was supposed to find that gap. And I just kept going and I kept going. <laughs> Eventually, I was like, wait a minute. I think I went through the game's geometry. It was like several minutes. And then I, I was like, fucking goddamn. Okay, that's fucking awesome. It, I, again, that one I won't play. The other six, I was very frustrated. With. Yeah, no, I that for sure <laughs> makes sense. I, I did not run into any like serious issues like that. There was one where like... It was a post-game thing. This is the only one I can remember. I'm sure I had at least one other one. I The game did crash due mm. to my own fucking with it. Okay. Uh, because it was like when I was trying to... You, I found out you could change the frame rate of the cutscenes in the cutscenes. Okay. Well, well so I, I talked about this on the podcast. I'll just reiterate it again. But it was like, um, for some reason, even in performance mode the game would run at 60, but then it would slow down to 30 for the cutscenes. Mm -hmm. But I found out that like it in the cutscenes, if you paused it and like went to the graphical settings, it changed off of the uh, frame rate mode. So I, cha oh, I changed it back mid cutscene and it looked so sick, but it was so sick. The game crashed and <laughs> I was like, Oh, that's why it switches. Okay. And so that was my own fault for fucking with it. Uh, sure. But the only other one that I can remember that was like a game breaking thing was I was like looking for a bounty hunter and like a, a thing. And for some reason, the last guy I had to kill just wasn't there. And so then when I reset the game, he was there. So see, I, yeah, like, I don't know. Every time like that was that was exactly my case of like, I need to interact with this to push the narrative forward, but I can't interact with it. And so like. It seems like maybe I just got unlucky just like the first one. But like that was just so frustrating because it's like, God damn it. Like, why are these games so buggy for me? <laughs> well, so this this one, I think, makes sense that it is buggy. I mean, it's not good that it is and was. It's just one of those things where they put this game out in three fucking years. And if you think about how big it is, like, yes. it's amazing. It's not more broken. But at the same time, like the other one had the time constraint of getting it out like before the movie or around the movie. Oh, yeah. No, they this one. It's bad this both one, times. I don't know why they chose to put it out this time because it had yes. a really short dev cycle. That's what I mean. Like they could have spent like it seems like at least another six months and this game would have been way better. Um, my other major issue is I found myself getting like, OK. Like I get into a flow and that flow felt great because like, you know, you're traversing, you're you're. You're air dashing, you're jumping, you're double jumping, you're grappling onto this, you're climbing up over here. Now you're now you're in an, an enemy encounter, but then like all of a sudden I'd get lost and then I'd have to stop and open up the menu and look at the map. And like that kept happening. And it just I found that it kept just like killing my flow. And, and like 
a lot of ways, like people are comparing this game to Uncharted, and I get that. But I think Uncharted does a better job of guiding you of where you need to go. Oh, see, for me, I would equate it more to Dark Souls because it has the same thing where like every stage wraps around on itself and then you like unlock a shortcut yes to get back on the stage so like i get the uncharted feel from like the way the climbing works and stuff exactly but the the rest of it definitely is like dark souls ish level design and i think yeah, yes. for sure if you're not used to that it would be weird but also i get what you mean in that it stops the flow it also does not help that somehow the map is not good, but it is still no. better than the first game. The map of the first game is the fucking worst thing I've ever dealt with in my entire life. It is just, it was so bad. It, I, yeah, this this <laughs> map is better, but not great. No, yeah, and so like, like it's still, you're like, where, what am I, what is this room? Like, yeah, exactly. You'll be like, does this have another exit? I can't mm-hmm. really tell. Am I, what level am I on on this fucking map? I, so I'm with you on that. Yeah, that definitely kills the flow. I yes. And I think part of it also, like, I'm not saying this would have made the game better, but I think it would have improved my experience. Like, a compass at the top or just some way for me to, like, like be able to orient, orient, orient myself so I knew where I was supposed to go next. Uh, just, like, because, like, the only way was to stop, go into the menu, switch over to the map, look at the map, and be like, okay, which direction am I even facing? And then then I'd have to switch back into the map. And it it, it just kind of, like, killed the flow. Because, like, but when this game was clicking, it was incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, so it was just, like, those two minor gripes. But other than that, like, I would say this was all highs. Uh, I would struggle if I had to give this a score, if I would give it a four or five, to be honest. Mm. Like, if I gave it a four, it would be a very high four. If I gave it a five, it would be a very low five. So it, it's it's somewhere in that range for me. I, I definitely heard that scream. Someone yeah. Is very, Chase someone, is very upset. It did sound it, like he's being <laughs> murdered. Uh, that's disconcerting. But uh, uh-huh, maybe uh-huh. he lost the 1v1. Um, what I was going to say though, is I heard a lot of people, uh, get stuck on two particular fights. One is the final boss. Like, I guess people just like, couldn't do it and had to like lower the difficulty. So I, I, and I was just like, well, this is weird. I did not have a problem with the final boss. Um, I died the first time because, See, uh, this is something we should talk about during the spoiler cast. Okay. Uh, okay. B- because there was a reason I died. Mm-hmm. That was not my fault. I thought that I was doing the correct thing in the context of the game. Okay. Turns out that was not the case. But like even like a death and like I died to him once as well. It You just have to run back in. Like it's not even that far. No, it's not. But people were just having a really hard time with that fight. Like they couldn't do it. Um, And the other one... I can't say what the fight is because it's a giant spoiler, but do you remember the moment where you're playing as a different character and the person you fight? I -hmm. guess people like could not do that fight. That was a, I mean like once again, that's hard to talk about. Exactly. It's hard hard to talk about without being a spoiler. But my my thing is I, I think the problem that I had with that fight, because I did die like a decent amount of times in it, Mm-hmm. But it was one of those things where it's like you're playing as a different character. So like yep. they don't necessarily have the tools that like you are using the whole time. 
Uh, yes, uh, I, all I will say is I used the dual wield and the guns. Yeah, uh, so like it was a completely different play style, uh, and I did struggle because of that. But at the same time, I will counter by saying, like, out of all the enemies in the Star Wars universe, I think that should be no, an enemy I, that you I really agree. struggle with. I agree. It's just one of those things where, like, I get why people got frustrated. Uh-huh. Like, you get to a cool set piece moment like that, and then mm-hmm, the fifth mm-hmm. time you died, you're like, what the fuck is happening? This is supposed to be fun and cool. Uh, so that was another one where I saw that a lot of people were like, I have to lower it. I, because people were saying like, oh, I think that fight's just way over tuned. Maybe they changed it since then, but like, I, uh, I don't know. Either way, the final boss that uh, people also are very upset about. And I was like, I don't know. This one wasn't that bad for me, but maybe I just like had a certain strategy that, um, admittedly i did bump it down for the final boss mm. but because that's because i did die a couple times like i could have beaten him yeah yeah but i was just like i'm ready for this game to be over and the game does not punish you at all so like i don't what's the big deal that i had to bump down the difficulty yeah you know? exactly uh oh. like like I, I don't feel like i took away from my experience at all because like to be honest like the big thing about this game is more the moments in the cutscenes and the big the big uh, moments in the game had already happened before this fight happened. Mm-hmm. So like, I was kind of just ready. Like I was just ready for this game to be over. Cause I, as I said, like I felt like the big things had already happened in that game, in this game. Yeah. So, um, no, but like, uh, like other thoughts, um, it, see, it is hard to talk about some of the stuff. Some without of the, getting some of the spoilers. Stuff, yeah, yeah. Uh, but like, I will say like tra- for traversal the entire time, like you just mentioned, uh, Dark Souls, and I think that is probably a good uh, good comparison for this game. But like, I kept thinking about Prince of Persia playing this game. Yeah, I can see, I can see that for sure. It, it just felt like what Prince of Persia always wanted to be. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, but then also, like, oh god, like you said uh, last time we were talking, like you used to like what stances did you use for the uh, i used period? the i can't ever remember what it's called but the like heavy version the last that does not you get that does not sound like you at all i always use great swords dog that ever and everything God, the possible, i use them in dark souls uh, the great sword uh, is my weapon in monster hunter it's my main uh, uh so that weapon is fucking grossly good it cuts people down so easily um it does suck when there are some of the faster enemies, but that's why you switch between the two styles. So I basically mm-hmm. use just single lightsaber and um, that style, just regular single lightsaber and the heavy blade style. I do like how like, because when we were at dinner, you mentioned like you could never use like dual wielder gun because like that's not Star Wars. Well, it's not. I'll... It's not even that. The dual wield. The reason I don't use it is because they had to make some conceit for why you wouldn't just always use dual wheel instead of one saber. And so they do less damage and that's what Mm -hmm. I don't like. Okay. That makes sense. See, for me, I like that. I could cancel any move just hitting the L one button. Yeah. Yeah. So I'd be get attacking and then I'd hit that L one button and I would be able to instantly parry it. I just had a lot of fun with it. That was definitely my main, uh, main use. But I do think like they use a, they come up with a very good, like narrative reason for why you would use the gun, which a Jedi normally wouldn't use a gun. So yeah, I, I appreciate that. Um, I also just want to give a shout out to the enemy encounters. Like it didn't happen all the time, but I can't tell you, especially later on, 
how many times I barely made it to the meditation point mm. uh, with like very little health left, which kind of just tells me like the game was very well fine tuned. Mm-hmm. Uh, the like where you're not like dying right before you get to the like you barely make it, and I, I you know I I think that that shows how well designed the game was. Yeah. Um, and like I. The narrative. I think that was one of the best narratives I've uh, encountered this year. Yeah, so, no, I, mean, like, I think the plot of that game is very well done. They're I... <laughs> like normally, especially in Star Wars stuff, mm-hmm. when they try to do plot twists, I'm always like, oh, I saw that coming a mile away. There was one specific plot twist where I was like, wait, what? Y- and- yes, I. <laughs> I think I know exactly because like it's so predictable what happens first and then like another thing happens and you're like motherfucker and then like another thing yeah, on they, top like, of that happens. They twist oh, the plot twist oh, and that's where I was like, yeah. well, like, oh, for like, fuck uh, you. I was just like, oh, well, everyone saw that coming uh, and then yes. they're just like, oh, but also this and I was like, whoa, hold the fucking, uh, yeah, hold yeah, on a minute. Yeah. How uh-huh. is that possible also? Uh, so yeah, they did they did some very good stuff with the way that plot worked. Um, oh man, I do want to. Oh. <laughs> uh, there's there's one spoiler I want to talk about, and I won't even mention who the boss is. But like, I just got to talk about like one really cool moment. So I'll pick one like not like the coolest moment, but like there's a boss fight where for no reason other than he can, he just picks you up from the ground and then just puts you on the ceiling and he's just like we're fucking fighting on the ceiling now in the gameplay like i blew that boss up i don't know if you did, did like it yeah. was just it was so easy but like in the cutscene narrative like that was like the coolest i so like that rate uh, i can't even see um, i can't even say stuff yeah, because yeah, people yeah, will spoil it but I, we can talk about that later there is like a star yeah, yeah. wars reason why you blowing up you and me blowing uh-huh. up that boss is extra funny okay it just never ever would that happen no never no. ever ever <laughs> i also want to point out that same uh that same boss fight at one point he's just using the force to manifest a left arm that he didn't have yeah and i just think that's really cool like i just like narratively that's a really cool character at least in that fight but like yeah in gameplay they it does not hold up to the the, the end of the bargain but that's okay because like i still uh, see like that's where i'm just so frustrated with this game when i really start reminiscing on it like it's so amazing in so many ways mm-hmm. but like just a couple minor tweaks and this oh my god this would have been like phenomenal so uh but no that uh other than that like i'm just kind of curious like music did you ha- like I feel like Star Wars has a lot of iconic music, but this didn't really have anything that stood out. Yeah, and I played this whole game with headphones on, so I would have mm, also too. heard the music. I nothing I don't, comes to mind at uh, yeah. off the bat. Yeah, that and that that was kind of like at the end. I was like, I don't remember any of the music. Nah. Uh, uh, and last but not least, oh, I, one more spoiler. Mm-hmm. But that's that's because like this is more of a mild spoiler. Uh, Rick, the door technician. <laughs> classic yeah classic moment classic oh i laughed so hard at that <laughs> i did very good yes yes <laughs> uh and then there's turgle turgle was another great character turgle is very good the fact that he has the same voice actor as raz from psychonauts made my it's life 99 percent of it for me i'm gonna be honest but and that's he's okay just like a stupid baby alien mm-hmm. and yep, everything yep. he says is the best <laughs> 
I can literally picture Raz saying a lot of those things. I still, my favorite character is Skuva Stev. Skuva Stev, another great character. I found all of his stories and I love it. Love his whole thing. Everything he's got going on. This, like so many aspects, this is such an amazing game. So, yeah. Uh, no, uh, I'm excited about uh, the, our next episode where we'll we'll dive even deeper. Uh, maybe I'll write something up and like we'll just kind of more just go through like what happens in the narrative because I, I feel like that's probably what you and I want to talk about at this point anyway. I feel like we kind of got everything else out of the way. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It's just primarily like the big narrative moments and stuff. I really want to just like sit down and talk about. So yeah, yeah. Um, so with that, uh, we are done here for the week. Yeah. Um, as always, the theme song is Sting Operation by the band Anamanaguchi. They're an excellent chiptune band and you should check them out. Uh, and we will be back in two weeks where, uh, you know, we can talk about Evo. Uh, I will be able to talk about what I have played of Baldur's Gate 3. <laughs> And yeah now that i'm done yeah. with star wars i'm kind of like in this like what am i gonna play next phase so i downloaded a bunch of games uh just like a bunch of trials on playstation and i'm just gonna try a few things out and see what like uh clicks with me so nice kinda uh and yeah excited. we'll do a spoiler talk about jedi survivor where we don't have to be like oh shit that is a spoiler mm-hmm. we can mm-hmm. just say it <laughs> yeah <laughs> and with that we will be back next time peace out peace